0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 105 of Two Left Thumbs, your weekly source of gaming news, details, deals, and discourse. My name is Depth Puppies, and joining me this week is someone I've been trying to get on the cast for a very, very, very long time. Finally, excited to have her here. This woman has more achievements and accolades than I do with things I've disappointed my parents with. You know her as Mr. Geek. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. I really appreciate that introduction. But I must say, a lot of my accolades are uh, probably disappointed my parents with those, two.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you can't win them all, right? <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> how are you? What, how are you? What's What's been going on? Yvonne, you've, you've had an interesting oh. six months, at, at least. I've been following you for a bit.
1: Oh, goodness. Um. It has been interesting. It's been nonstop. Um, obviously, I have mentioned to you earlier, I am currently in the process of releasing two major blockbuster films in Australia and New Zealand cinemas. Um, I've got a massive clearance sale and a uh, couple of home video titles to get out all in one go. So that is just 40 hours of my work week.
0: Oh God, On top of that, intense. I've got. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> On top of that, there's you know the gaming and you know keeping up um, the momentum of of all of that fun stuff. So yeah, it's uh, it's crazy right now.
0: I can I can imagine you, you're you're very you're a very very busy person, um, which is why it's been hard. Because I think the first time when I wanted to get one was when we started looking at guests about it was just just under a year ago now I think, mm-hmm. and then you just moved from you you were just in the process of moving from New Zealand to Australia mm-hmm. and then everything else happened and covid happened and then mixer shut down and it's it's been a ride
1: <laughs> you know it's it's kind of funny that everything that could possibly happen in 2020 happened in 2020
0: right <laughs> was, I, I, I don't know when it was going to i there was like you didn't know when it was going to stop or what it was going to limit itself to it was um it was insane
1: yeah, no, there was no way to predict any of the things that have happened, both good oh and God. bad.
0: Yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, so for the people that are listening, we haven't actually done this properly yet. Who are you exactly? And and what do you do in and around the internets and the gaming space?
1: So my name obviously is Miss Geek. I run a brand called Attack on Geek, which I started about five years ago. Um it's more of a you know outside of work hobby it it was never actually meant to be bigger than what it is today (laughs) funnily (laughs) enough (laughs) it was just meant to be a hobby blog (laughs) um but you know it kind of took off and so now I pretty much just cover all things gaming um I work quite closely with Um, the younger generation so like kids and parents I used to teach at a technology lounge teaching kids how to kind of collaborate and play games online properly teaching them how to be safe Um, and a lot of my content when it comes to games is really directed towards beginners people trying to get into games people who are you know not really into that high-flown language that a lot of reviewers ty- tend to use, I guess, in um, right, in yeah. their gaming reviews. You know, I'm I'm an average Joe. I play games badly. I suck at video games. I'm not ashamed to admit that at all.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, I'm very I'm, much I'm... with you on that boat. I'm um, <laughs> not being skilled is my skill, you know? It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, hey, you know what? It works, you know? <laughs>
0: exactly, right?
1: Um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I just love what I do and I love the gaming industry so much, whether I'm good at it or not. It's just such a fun environment and the people are amazing. So, you know, making content in this space is something that I truly love. And I do that outside of my full-time job, which I know it, it seems busy, but when I get to do something I'm really passionate about, I just do it because I love it and I don't feel it. Until maybe a couple of months down the line,
0: (laughs) where's all my time? I need a holiday. I just (laughs) want to stop.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, around Christmas time, I'm usually like, okay, I've uh, I've not stopped, (laughs) I've not stopped for a whole year. I think I need a break. (laughs)
0: Yeah, time for time for a break now. I'm just just gonna chill out for a week, and then you get to that point. He's like, you know what? I need to do something, and you pick up a whole new hobby, and the whole cycle begins again. It's
1: it does, or like uh, um some brand will come out with something new and you're like oh no here we go oh boy <laughs> and and then you're like you know i'm not i'm not gonna post i'm not gonna write about it i'm not gonna do anything but it sucks you in and you just love it, really it so is, much yeah. that it's just like oh god i am i am sucked in now <laughs> what do i do <laughs>
0: He's hopelessly lost in a cycle of, of content production. It's brilliant pretty much <laughs> what we need um, for all those for all those developers and tech companies out there who I know are definitely definitely 100 percent listening to me ramble on the internet about fucking video games just, just give the lass a break just take 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 a month off and just let it chill
1: a <laughs> year off it's all good you know yeah
0: you know, honey, it's, it's okay.
1: Great, <laughs> I you, have the backlog know? that I need to get through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Speaking of backlogs, what have, what have you been playing lately? What's oh, going on, God. Um, the, time? Oh, the last thing I
1: played, let's see. The last thing I played um, was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I still haven't finished. Which... Me
0: neither. It's, it's so uh, many hours there.
1: It it is. It really is. And I love it so much. So it's like, you know what? I don't want to play anything new until I finished it. But then everything is coming out and you're like, oh God, Cyberpunk's out. I haven't touched that game yet. (laughs) And I feel bad because I haven't touched that game yet, which means I can't make content. Mm, So it's kind of like that endless cycle of every time a new game comes out, you really enjoy it, you want to finish it, but then something else comes out and you're like, okay, I should try it. And then you get sucked in, and yeah, it, it's that constant, yeah, the
0: battle, yeah, but,
1: <laughs> the battle I'm, to um, finish games.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm um, cu- currently stuck between Cyberpunk, Valhalla, and Doom. Um, oh, Doom! Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah,
0: I, 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 I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to play Doom forever, and then Valhalla uh-huh. came out, and then Cyberpunk came out. It was very much <laughs> the same thing. I'd say, you know what? I need a break from the open world games and the exploration, and I just need to shoot stuff so i did yeah. game Pass, which is fantastic <laughs> and i'm like all right i'm gonna download it i'm gonna play it it's gonna be and i'm about six hours in now and i, it, it's, 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 it, I love it it's so good i loved um i love the doom 2016 as well i've always been a bit of a mm-hmm. Doom fan um and it just it built on that and it's been it's been really really nice to just kind of embrace the chaos of that game and just blow stuff up it's been great
1: and that's the thing that's really amazing, isn't it, with gaming is that you can just find a game, especially with Game Pass, where almost every game that you can think of is now on there. And you just sink hours and hours into it, not thinking, because you're just going around shooting monsters and killing stuff.
0: Exactly. <laughs> my, my so wife, yeah, um, I, I... My wife turned um, by eternal Game Pass and realized she'd been waiting for uh, Rollercoaster co- roller Tycoon to come out.
1: Okay,
0: and, and like she's been wanting to play yep. for years, and it's just oh, I need to go buy it because I knew it was coming to Xbox, and they just rocked up on Game Pass. And she's like, Oh, brilliant, I'll um start <laughs> playing that today. It's like, Yeah, sweet, it, is, it, it doesn't stop with Game Pass, it's insane. Oh, like, no, it the doesn't. Amount st- the amount of stuff they have on there and coming, like especially with the newer titles, is just oh, it's so oh much man, like, you don't yeah. need to buy games, it's just the, there's a whole backlog there just staring at you. <laughs>
1: Well, it's not just backlog as well. I mean, Bethesda is now part of um, Xbox Game Studios, which means X, uh, Xbox Game Pass is going to get all of Bethesda's titles. EA titles are now on there. Who knows mm. if Ubisoft's going to be on there? Maybe,
0: so it's just yeah. like,
1: do you ever need to buy new games again?
0: <laughs> I know, right? Especially with um, Bethesda's new um, Indiana Jones movie they announced the Oh, uh, yes. And, uh, oh, my I God. I really hope that's going to be good. Yeah. What, what, are you, what are you hoping for with that?
1: Uh, I... Honestly, the game that really got me into gaming was Uncharted 2. And yeah. growing up, I loved Tomb Raider. So those two combined, if if the Indiana Jones game has elements from those two games or franchises, you can count on me potentially taking like a month off work just to sink <laughs> my entire devotion into that game. I I love like things like that, treasure hunting, archaeology, yeah. history. And then couple that with the whole like, oh look, I've got a whip and I can do things with it.
0: Oh my god, the the, <laughs> the whip mechanics should be a lot of fun. I'm really hoping they bring it to the combat because like, I know with like uh, with Lara Croft and a charter, it was just to you know here's the thing you can swing with. I want to be able yeah. to grab right around the ankle and pull uh, them whatever as a stealth as a stealth takedown. I think that would be brilliant.
1: I just just want to just whip things, you know, just go <laughs> and just hit something. <laughs> and then like the you know i mean it's just sitting here thinking oh mysterious geek likes the whip huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, right? getting saucy and we are only 10 minutes in ladies and gentlemen this is this is almost a new record for us i think
1: oh i mean this is the kind of content that you're gonna get from me okay i'm i'm not ashamed of anything
0: <laughs> good good excellent that's what we like to hear i love um i love people being themselves and not holding anything back it's the best way to be i think
1: It really is and and i think that's what gaming is all about you know it brings out like everything
0: good bad
1: it just lets you be yourself and that's the most amazing thing about games and you know the people within the games industry within the games community everyone's just themselves which is amazing and it's great to make new friends that way
0: yeah definitely um i've definitely met like a whole whole slew of new people through just through video games alone um which has been awesome because they're pretty well all the friends I have now because all my R- IRL friends all grew up and stopped playing video games. Like, well, you're boring. I need to go find more fun people.
1: Oh. I mean, there's also the pandemic. So, you know, you're kind yeah. of stuck at home.
0: Yeah, there's, there's that as well. I I'm, 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 yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to blame it on the pandemic. That's totally the reason. 100%. <laughs> uh,
1: just, Just, you know, roll with it. Just use that.
0: exactly why not right it's there it's there for the taking we'll we'll, we'll use it um you mentioned mentioned earlier uh your your first kind of gaming experiences were like things like uncharted 2 um i want to know a little bit more about younger you and how how gaming started for you because you are like you are such a presence especially in the anz community of games um especially around a lot of the stuff with xbox pictures games in general as well um how did it how did it all start for you where was that spark? Give me like the the younger the younger oh, years.
1: Gosh, it kind of came in waves, like it comes and goes throughout my childhood kind of thing because I started playing games with um with my uncles cuz I grew up in Malaysia where you kind of have your parents working full time and they come home late and they don't really have time for you. So a lot of my you know, weekends and Friday nights were spent with my uncles who at the time were at uni or they were, you know, kind of working part-time and they had bought a Sega Mega Drive and were just playing through Mortal Kombat 3. And I remember I I must have been like three or four when they were playing that. So like my earliest memories of gaming is just watching them beat each other up as Mortal Kombat characters and just sitting there being fascinated by Sub-Zero because he could shoot ice out of his hands. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I kind of just, you know, button-mashed my way through. Um, they didn't do the thing where they unplugged the controller. They actually let me play. Oh,
0: they, they, <laughs> oh wow, they were nice people. I like them. They nice were, people. yeah. I was one of those exactly. terrible older brothers, like, here's the controller, and I'm playing a single-player game. But like, here's the controller, just pretend you're playing <laughs>
1: No, no, they they were quite good. They let me actually play. And so I, um, you know, I tried, I guess, to beat them and and fight my way through. And um, I fell in love with Mortal Kombat. I don't know what it is about that game, but I fell in love with it. And after a while um, in Malaysia, as a kid, you start doing exams and and it's serious exams. It's not just, you know, just for fun or anything like that. Um, So I kind of, kind of backed away from gaming. And then I stepped back in um, when PC gaming started becoming a thing. So, you know, like Windows 95, 98, um, when I was allowed to touch a computer because back then computers were like super precious and only adults could use them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember <laughs> those days. I, I think well, um the first the first computer I used was um I can't remember. I think it was like a I think the brand was Commander for memory.
1: Commander, I, oh yeah, okay. It was, it was a
0: Commander PC, I think. I, I I was like five, so it's I It's, don't, it's yeah. my memory's a bit foggy on it, but I remember having uh it was just like the green and black screen uh-huh oh and, wow okay yeah i'm old um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're not that old um surely
0: not no well, um slightly. okay interesting and, and i used to play a uh, game called Moonbuggy. it's the only game i had for ages uh-huh. and it was, okay. it was just a side it was just a side scrolling thing where it was awsd it had 25 levels and you just have to jump over potholes
1: that oh that okay game.
0: So i played that <laughs> game for hours i loved it, it was great
1: yeah Oh wow! Okay. Um. I, don't know how I play on PC. I think my earliest game was watching my uncle play Doom, like you know, classic Doom.
0: Yeah. And
1: nice. I can't remember when I started playing it, but I just re- like all I remember from back then was I really loved Doom Guy. You know, in the middle of the screen with his eyebrows, this kind of like <laughs> yes. moving up and down and looking, and I was just like, "Who is this guy? What's he doing?" <laughs> um. I think. After I kind of got introduced to, you know, a keyboard and a mouse and what you could do with it, um, I started playing, it must have been Doom, um, just just barely. Like, I don't think I ever got very far. I just killed, like, one or two monsters and that's about it. And then I moved into Quake where I started actually learning how to, you know, move a lot more through levels and things like that. And then... Came the best game of my childhood, which was House of the Dead 1, which I don't know if what I played was real or not, because I come from Asia and a lot of games are knockoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um so I played House of the Dead, which used to be an arcade game, I believe. I think it was like one of those cabinet games with the guns. Oh um, yeah,
0: like the, the, the stand-and shoot style kind of yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um I played it on a PC, so I absolutely loved that game. I played it God knows how many times and I finished the story and would go back and play it all over again. Just the same thing over and over again. And back then games didn't have different endings or anything like that. Like you knew what was going to happen. It
0: it was just, everything was there and it didn't matter. And you just, you played it over and over and over again. It was just so good. It was so good. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And like games were for the most part, really well made. Like, because mm. they were kind of like l- hardware was limiting, but what people were doing yeah. with the technology was so new and so fresh. Like you look at games now, like, you're, like you do, like your OG Doom versus like you Doom two thousand and sixteen. They look like totally different games, but they're, they're still kind of the same. They're still that first person shooter base. Mm. Um, just and it really shows you how much technology and games have evolved from there. And it was rather rather rapidly too. Like the rise of games is like. Being quite fast
1: and i think that's the thing you see back then there weren't a lot of games and not everyone had a computer or had a game boy or had a you know sega mega drive as my uncles did right, or yeah. whatever other console i don't know i mean i i was born in the 90s so i don't really know what was there prior to that but um you know you don't have a whole lot of games Growing up, you kind of dabbled in like one or two, and then you kind of moved on. But now, all you have is just you're inundated with just games, games, games. There's just just so much to choose from.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, the the gaming industry as a whole is like it's really weird. I've, I've spoken about this for a couple of times. How large the gaming industry itself is. But it's still kind of this weird, it's got this weird underground vibe with the rest of the rest of the modern world, where it's like with like movies and music. Even though we're like up there, especially with earnings and all that kind of stuff, um, mm. like where we're going toe to toe with both these industries. But it's like no one plays games. It's like still, it's, it's it's changing. It has been changing mm-hmm. um, over probably the last three or four years, especially um, where gaming has become more mainstream and more noticed by the rest of the world. Um, yeah. But it it's still got this kind of weird, cool, underground presence, which is kind of nice. It's like the hipster.
1: Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, like going back to, to my kind of um, journey with games, after maybe I was about 10, 12-ish, um, I didn't play games till the PS3 came out. And so, you know, it kind of, you kind of go through that whole, like you said, it's an underground, not many people play games, so you shouldn't play games. game. Plus I was a girl and they were like, you know, girls don't play games and
0: yeah, this right. and that.
1: And so you kind of just move away, but there's still that like, oh, but but if there is a game that I really want to play, I, I might just kind of hide and go and play it. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, so you know, during my teenage years and things, I didn't really play any games. I kind of didn't touch a single game, to be honest. I don't think um, throughout my high school years. Oh, and then no. I met my partner, um, Tom, currently, who I have been with for a while now. Um, he was so into games. Like, if you think about your typical gamer who is um, who desires becoming the next big like ninja or whatever, he was that guy when I met him. And so he would play games all the time. He was streaming for Microsoft at the time as well. So all our dates would always have to work around that. And it used to frustrate (laughs) me so much. I can
0: imagine. Oh, you Uh.
1: know, like, and, and I had left, you know, like I wasn't playing games at that time. So for me, it was like, how dare you, (laughs) how dare you? (laughs) Play games and, you know, make me wait and move around you. And so um, I remember this one time that we we had organized to go out and he had decided to accept an invitation to do a Destiny raid.
0: Oh, no. And you know how long that goes on for.
1: (laughs) 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 So I sat there and I just watched him play. And I was like, I guess I'm not going out tonight. (laughs) Um and I think it was at that point that I was like oh you know what actually I do remember enjoying playing games I now see the benefits of playing games online because up until that point I had never played online I was playing by myself single player games only right, yeah. didn't really you know explore the online uh, multiplayer space and Just the engagement that he was getting when he was streaming for Xbox and Microsoft was so amazing because he got to meet people from all over the world. And for me, as a people person and as someone who really loves making new friends, it just clicked. Something just clicked in me again, like back when, you know, I was playing Mortal Kombat and I just really enjoyed it. Again, that feeling came in and I was like, you know what? I've been writing reviews for movies and TV shows and comic books because I'm a huge nerd. It only makes sense to kind of get back into gaming. And also this means I can spend time with my partner and not want to, you know, blow my brains out because I get to do something that he enjoys that I enjoy as well. well it's so
0: everyone, I like it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Nice. And and thus Attack on Geek was born.
0: There you go. From humble, humble beginnings, from from a from a hobby to something that has um been a fairly big mainstay throughout the anz region which is incredible by the way
1: thank you well i mean you know at the end of the at the end of the day uh, i have to give credit to my partner because you know if not for him playing those destiny raids who knows where i'd be today
0: tom and Destiny. we need to know actually which raid was it
1: ah i don't know actually i have no idea it was definitely destiny one
0: destiny one all right so that makes it vault of glass Crota.
1: I have no idea. All I remember no is him saying he he absolutely hated Destiny 1. So it must have been something that, I don't know, is there a raid that gives you a bad experience or something? I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: no, it, see, ra- ra- raids with Destiny. Um, it's it's not so much the experience of the raid; it's the experience of the people that generally like. It, that right. It <laughs> can get frustrating because if someone stuffs up and you all have to start again, it's um, <laughs> it, it, it's this it's this uniquely wonderful thing where you're like having a great time, but you were frustrated as hell because you said, like, "I just want to get through this. I want to go to bed. It's 4 a.m. I have to work in three hours." <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I guess the frustration of like me sitting there behind it, being like, "Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up!" <laughs> oh my god,
0: Tom, just hurry up! Oh my god, <laughs> and have fun.
1: I was probably too tired. I would have said like, you know what, I'm gonna go home. And he's like, but we haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: just five more minutes. The, the classic one. The one more round. One more go, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes good times good memories
0: indeed indeed, <laughs> indeed um so i i touched on your your achievements and accolades earlier um mm-hmm. I want. I wanted to. I want to talk um, a little about them, just just a little bit, because they are they are really fucking impressive. By the way, Um, you've got here for for me, right? Humble, (laughs) humble, humble gamer dude that never leaves his basement. You know, Um, (laughs) not not entirely. I get outside sometimes. It hurts. Um, So you've got um, MCV specific thirty under thirty for two thousand seventeen and two thousand eighteen. Trade media's top fifty women in games which is 2018 top 50 gender, top 50 gender equality and games list for 2019 Xbox ambassador of the month for 2019 Xbox MVP for 2019, 2020 and Xbox hall of fame for 2020 and an ambassador, Xbox ambassadors, community champion for 2020. How, how did, how did these happen for you? Did with these something you were directly kind of pursuing or did they just kind of fall in your lap as you were going through and doing the work that you were doing?
1: I think I'm going to have to answer this question with another question, though, and okay. ask you, uh, did you get my uh, copy of my CV or something?
0: <laughs> I did. I, I, I research. I, I, part, part, part of this job is I get to stalk the people I interview for a little bit. Oh, so my um, God. I I, just,
1: I was fully expecting you to just be like, oh, you know, read my Twitter bio or something, but <laughs> you must have gone to, like, the website where I've just listed everything.
0: I did. Um, because <laughs> like, 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 you, you've done a lot and it's it's hard to kind of like and i i have a terrible memory and i need to write things down otherwise i forget things like i've been doing this podcast for almost 100 episodes right like i, I started which is a feat memories.
1: in itself yeah, that's it's, amazing
0: it's, it's endurance and i still have to read <laughs> the intro that's how bad my memory is it's terrible I, you know it's
1: some people have the voice for podcasts some people have the memory i mean you yeah. know everyone has their strengths you exactly
0: know? exactly and that's and that's why i have a run sheet because it helps me immensely um oh
1: believe me run sheets are like the um, the most amazing and most important thing that you need to have in your life
0: <laughs> oh yes definitely um it, it comes from me um especially being a chef um uh, just having like the when we have functions or whatever, or special events, mm-hmm. we'd have like we'd have a run sheet of how the day was going, what was happening, all the details. And I mean, it's all run sheets have always been a thing um, throughout um, by television and, and broadcasting, all that kind of stuff as well. But that's where I kind mm-hmm. of I've kind of I kind of picked it up um, and I've become to rely on them quite heavily. Um, but yeah,
1: oh, definitely a good skill to, to add to your repertoire, I guess. You know what?
0: I'm just gonna. Put that on the resume now. There we go. Good at run <laughs> sheets. It's on there. Where yep. set? Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, believe
1: me, it it's so important. Like with my day job, you need to have something like that just to keep on track.
0: Yeah, well, it's so important. You had going on recently. I can. Oh I, my God. <laughs> did you just have like one of those like pin pin walls, like you see in like the crimes the crime movies where they just have like. Uh...
1: I wish I did.
0: Yeah. Maybe you need to get one. You should talk to your boss. See if you can get one installed. And just like I need I need a board. A giant board the size of a wall that I can pin things to.
1: Well, maybe I should because honestly, the amount of work I'm doing at the moment is like five people's jobs. And I I need to show I need to show my manager, like, look look at this. You've walked into a crime scene when you walk into my apartment.
0: (laughs) Don't even get me started on what's going on in the basement.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I, do, I do want to know, though.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, you know, we mentioned whips before. I think that might be leading oh, somewhere. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Um, yeah. So, but,
0: yeah. Yeah. How, how did um, these things happen? Or how did you make them happen? Because uh, I'm sure, I am sure and certain this is not all just dumb luck at all.
1: I definitely wouldn't say it's luck. Um, nothing I've done. As much as you know, I would like to say it's luck. I I wish it was luck because a lot of it involved a a lot of tears. I have to admit, Um, Mm. working a full time job outside of a full time job is hard. It's it's really draining, and um, I think a lot of it was more just passion initially, followed by drive to kind of achieve something that I didn't think I could achieve. Um, Obviously, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I'm from Malaysia. I'm a minority group. I'm Sri Lankan. So I'm a minority group within a minority group, really. Um, You know, and then kind of doing all this in New Zealand where gaming isn't that big or it wasn't anyway when I started. So Mm. I kind of felt like, you know what, I just want to see what I can achieve. Um, with hard work, putting my passion to use, really doing something I loved doing and seeing what comes from it. And turns out that, you know, actually putting a lot of effort into things and doing it well does reap rewards. Um,
0: right, who, you know, you I love putting, a lot putting of, it putting in effort. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, but let's see, that's. That's the thing, because, you know, a lot of people these days seem to think that, oh, you know, it's who you know, it's um, it's the connections you have, which, yes, in part, a lot of, you know, your achievements in life can be associated with who you know. But at the end of the day, the the core basics of it is put in your hard work. If you want something, work for it. You have to make sacrifices you know i mean i i barely went out when i first started um about what 2016 ish yeah. i barely went out my partner was into gaming so it's not like you know he was gonna go anywhere else like if i was gaming he was gonna game with me so i didn't have to worry about that sort of thing we just game together and then Attack on Geek was always something that I wanted a group of people to to kind of do together. I wanted a group of friends to kind of come together and do it. But because I wasn't going out and I wasn't really hanging out with friends, to me it was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll just do it's a couples thing. And that gave me time to also be with Tom and kind of, you know, continue our relationship kind of a, that yeah, way.
0: A project you guys could work on together yeah. as part of time spent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so you know, we between us, we spent every waking moment outside of work just creating content, refining, 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 and just hustling so hard. Like um, I can't tell you how much I hustled in the early days. Even even now, I mean, I mean, you, even you, with
0: you've you've done a lot of hustling recently too. Because um, I remember when we were speaking uh, earlier in the year, just um just after the mixer, mixer shut down, I think it was. Yeah. Maybe. So that was yeah. in what,
1: June?
0: That was, that June-ish? was, that was in June. And like, it, like, I know that hit you hard, like that hit you pretty mm. hard because you, you were like, you were fairly invested on that platform as such. Um, you'd made a lot of good friends there and a lot of great connections. Mm. Um, and the prospect of having to start over again, especially after, after building a brand for so long, um, must have been yeah, terrifying um, concept to kind of get your head around.
1: Uh, it was. I think it couldn't have happened in a worse year as well. Had it happened maybe outside of you know 2020, maybe it was a something that could have been a lot easier to handle. But I think given everything that was happening, I mean, we we're in Melbourne. We had the longest lockdown in history, and you know it's. It's so hard to have that one place that you kind of called home get taken away from you.
0: Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes.
1: So Um, yeah, you you only
0: just moved to Melbourne before that happened, Mm. didn't you? So you'd only been there a couple of months, and then you were like straight into lockdown. I can imagine that was that would have taken quite a lot of toll as well. Because I, I know you know quite a few people in and around the area that you kind of keen to catch up with, um, and then having that kind of shoved to the side so no you're in this new city and you don't know where to like you don't really know like haven't really met a lot of people um but you know people from online that you want to meet up with and then just having that kind of removed from you entirely and then the platform where you did a lot of that socializing kind of removed as well
1: Mm, yeah it was kind of like a double hit you know Um, Yeah, yeah
0: the old one-two punch
1: it's like, you know, hey, so we're going to just take your social life completely out of you, and uh, you're just stuck here in this four corners of a room doing nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah, <same. laughs> he, he, he's, he's here's, some, here's some dust balls and, and a coin. Have fun. Well, um, we'll, we'll, be back in, we'll be back in a week. We're also going to leave the lights off, by the way.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it felt like that at the time, which is why I think it – Maybe I took it a lot harder than a lot of other people, or or maybe those of us in Melbourne took it a lot harder because the thing that I noticed is a lot of the Mixer partners um who obviously were displaced by Mixer shutting down, a lot yeah. of them got picked up by Twitch automatically, whereas there were some of us who didn't get picked up automatically. And so therefore, it was a situation where it's like, well, what do you do now? Do you Do you have to start from the bottom again? And mm-hmm. at that point in time, I had been streaming as Attack on Geek with Tom for so long. I felt like, well, I don't feel right using Attack on Geek as my streaming name anymore, because that was that was what I did on Mixer. But now, uh, yep. who am I? You know, am I Attack on Geek? Am I Mister Geek? Am I just not a gamer? There were so many questions going through my head that month. And you know, on top of that, obviously, you know work was busy, life was busy. It's just a really, really interesting time in retrospect
0: yes Definitely. so yeah so um off after that where where did you where did you land? Because I know you do some stuff mostly on Facebook now, is that right
1: So yeah, so one of the things. I work in PR and marketing, so I think my marketing brain kind of kicked in and I realized, you know what? I'm going to do myself a solid and diversify a little bit, give myself a bit more room to kind of play with things and see how it goes. So I ended up taking the offer of partnership with Facebook Gaming, which was something they offered Mixer Partners who were willing to move to Facebook. Um, And I took that...
0: a few people yeah yeah
1: i mean it was at the time it felt like you know hey why not it's you got nothing to lose your platform that you were growing on has just kind of disappeared so why not you're going to start from the bottom anyway
0: exactly yeah so
1: so what i did was as attack on geek i signed as a facebook gaming partner and therefore tom and i could stream on Facebook as partners and you know kind of earn some pocket money not that we earned a whole lot to be very honest yeah.
0: but and we stream, already streaming had isn't isn't quite known for its lucrativeness in in, oh. in the like in, in in the trenches like there there the, like there are people that can support themselves but um for the most yes popular, and no like, yeah it, it's a tricky one especially with, like the financial side of things because it can be so it can be so in flux all the time
1: oh 100% i mean I've been in this game now for like what, coming up to 6 years now and I still wouldn't recommend anyone attempt to go full time without having a good solid financial strategy. Yeah. It's just I, a minefield.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a lot of people miss um is where um you know, I mean it's it's doable, but it's not guaranteed. Like you can put you could put in all the work and you could get kind of somewhere, but then you've got to try and maintain that and keep that momentum going because once you lose momentum, you lose it very, very quickly.
1: Yeah, no, it's not, it's not like a full-time job where you, know, you get two weeks annual leave, you get time off if you're sick. With streaming, if you take a day off, that's it.
0: Exactly. Day off, you're, you're not earning anything and, and you're, kind of, you're, you're done. And I think that creates... Um, issues in itself where, you know, people are burning out, they get exhausted and they just don't want to do it anymore. And then there comes that loop of, you know, well, they don't do it. So they, they, they lose that momentum and then they try and get it back, but they're too tired from trying to get that momentum back. It just becomes this really vicious cycle.
1: Yeah. And I think the most important thing is that you forget why you're doing it in the first place. You lose your passion and that's the most crucial part that you don't want to lose
0: yeah no definitely it um it, it, can, it can get real hard when you just you, you just can't you, you, you get down to, to like stream or whatever it's like I just I can't I don't have the energy I don't want to but yeah. at the same time you want to and it just it feels you're very conflicted about the whole thing and you're just like and that that makes it worse because you're like, I'm conflicted but now so now I feel bad so these say, like, no, I'm just gonna take a night off because I'm in a bad mood and it just keeps yeah. going it really does
1: it really does which is why you know i knew from from day one i was never going to do this full time i was never going to give up my full time job to do this because as much as i love it as much as i do it full time it's just not worth that that pain and that effect on my mental health trying to worry about whether can i pay my bills can i can i eat tomorrow you know at least this way by working a full time job I know I've got stability in terms of income and then I can do what I love whenever I
0: want. And yeah, it, it won't affect anything as long as you know, you, you're not, you, you can get, you get your work done, you come home, you can, and you can do whatever you want. And, it, and it's, good, it's good that way. And I think that's, that's mm-hmm. the balance I've had a lot of trouble with Lately myself is because at the moment I'm working, um, I'm working full time doing like 50, 60 hour weeks. Oh my um, gosh. So, so finding, finding time to kind of, to kind of do anything, I, I'm kind of limited to my days off, but I also have, um, my wife and kids who I need to spend time with. So it becomes this, Yeah. I, I, I was, I was going from like, cause, um, during the pandemic it was great. You know, I was like, I, I was. I was in lockdown so mm-hmm. I got to I got to chill out and just like play games and stream nearly every night and hang out it was great and then I kind of reality kicked back in I'm like oh I need to I need to get back to to working my real job now and oh, gosh. I, have, I'll, I have like significantly less time for this like I think the last couple of weeks I've probably streamed like three times because I've just been so tired and exhausted all the time but um, yeah it's um it's it's a hard like the, the work-life balance is also it's also very tricky like it's how much i like you can be passionate about it and you and you want to you want to put all your effort into it but you also need to kind of take into factors like you know everything else like relationships and family mm. and having having time for yourself to mentally just to, to chill out and do nothing and just like be blank for a couple of hours is also something that's really really good for you i find it yeah,
1: yeah. It really is. And I mean, 50 to 60 hours, that in itself is, you know, you need to take a break in between that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. I don't, I don't like, I have this, <laughs> I have this, I have this running theory that I, I, I don't allow myself to stop because when I stop is when I get like, is when my body kind of goes, you know what? You're having a break. We're just going to let everything go. And you know, you're going to get sick and this is going to happen. So I'm like, I can't stop. I got to keep going because I can't afford to get sick yeah i've got i've got, I've got shit to do um yeah like, I, think, I, I took i took two weeks holidays um in january early, early january and it's the first time off like uh paid time off that i've had in like 10 years
1: my gosh Like I, i've had oh, I've that's had a long time
0: where, where it's where it's forced time off where it's like, all right you've got like three days of a christmas you get that off that's cool um this is the first time i'd taken like a proper holiday in so long and i just i fell apart my uh my whole body just, just went up you're done
1: <laughs> oh wow god most yeah of no most I, of I, I can't most of it i can't do and it was, it
0: was Aww. <laughs> i got sick i was like uh, that was fine oh, which is dear. also great getting sick in a pandemic is terrifying especially like it was just as um the brisbane um uk virus oh no that's right oh no have i got the road is this it am i done um that was that was a whole a whole heap of fun
1: oh god i can't imagine what that must have been like gosh (laughs) that's pretty scary
0: it's um it it, it was nerve-wracking for a few hours and then you kind of try and put logic and reasoning to it and that never works and then you yes. just, he's anxious while you wait for two days to get your test. And he's like, I'm still living with my kids and stuff. I'm like, Fuck, all right, how am I going to like try and social distance while living in the same house as them, which was hell? Um, oh, no. Yeah, it's like, hi, kids. I can't cuddle you. Hi, bye. It was, oh. it was like, a little bit heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I presume you're all good and that yeah, you're feeling no, I'm, better. No, I'm
0: fine. I'm, um, I tested. I tested negative. I I, I tend to only get sick intensely for about four days, and I was, I was fine, you know, right. on the mend. Okay. So I'm I'm good it's now. Good. But um, yeah, it's 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 nice to be healthy. It's because I'm back at work. That's the thing. I'm back at work. so I'm healthy now. I have this I have this weird <laughs> affliction where if I like if I'm in pain, it instantly disappears. And I'm at work. It's like this weird mentality I have, and I just stop feeling anything, and I can just power through it. And then I get off and finish work, and I'm like, oh, pain again. <laughs> it's it's like i shut off it's the weirdest thing
1: can't take time off then
0: (laughs) no i can't take time off it's impossible (laughs) once once every 10 years is enough i'm so done i'm going back to work (laughs) oh god i wouldn't
1: i don't envy you at
0: all i'm sorry me either It's, it's 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 fine i mean i don't exactly i mean i do envy you a little bit i'm not gonna lie but um That's mostly because you get to do so much cool stuff. And I mean, your job as well kind of ties into what you do kind of as well, which is, which is nice. It's, it's kind of, there's a direct connection there.
1: Yes. But then you kind of forget why you loved what you loved in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my pro tip for everyone. Just, just don't work in the area that you really, really are passionate about. You'll come to find out that things don't go the way you think it does behind the scenes, and your rose-colored glasses come off.
0: <laughs> oh yes, the romanticization <laughs> of, of, yep. of, of your of your favorite thing is just shattered <laughs> and ruined. I've, um, I'm, I'm much. watching. I'm watching that with an apprentice at the moment. He, he came in all brought I know Towers. I'm gonna come up with all these specials. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be really creative. And I'm like, no, man, that's not what this is about. It's just repetitive, same stuff every day. Mm-hmm. Getting it right, consistency, and just watching—watching watching that. Like he still loves what he do. He does, I think. But um, mm-hmm. watching that, watching the glasses come off, is—it's an interesting moment on someone else, not just yourself as well.
1: Uh huh. It's um. I haven't seen it on anyone else. Touch wood.
0: Touch wood. I hope you don't. It's um. I. It, it's not painful to watch, but it kind of is mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah yeah
1: but it is what it is isn't it i mean at the end of the day that's really life
0: yeah it's just um nothing's as it seems at any time
1: yeah it's like social media as well you know you only ever see the good stuff
0: yeah, there's always, there's always, there's always, like, there's always. that's an interesting thing about social media too is there's always something going on in the background that no one will ever know, or some people may. But there's mm-hmm. always just like you're only being shown what you want to see, and the information that you're seeing is great or happy or it's what like how mm-hmm. perception, or like how they want you to perceive it. But then there's always, there's always either another side or something oh, that yes. they they don't want you to see, or <laughs> they they just they don't want to show.
1: Oh well, yeah, exactly. It's like um, what I was saying earlier. You know, I mean, behind all the content that I make, there's there's blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs>
0: exactly. They, they they, I mean, a lot of people see you know your phenomenal success and say, oh, you know, she's doing great, but you know, behind the scenes, you're um, you're you're having a hard time because there's there's a lot of work involved doing everything you've been doing.
1: Mm. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's helped now this year because I finally, after a long time, have a place on my own. But before I was living with my parents, I was living, you know, with other people. It was just hard to create content. You have, like, maybe a standard double bedroom and that's it. So, you know, you never know what someone's going through. I mean, when you look at their content, you're like, wow, they get all these cool Gifts and things—it's it's it's great, but really, behind the scenes, like you really need to look at what what effort are they putting in to get those things. It's not as simple as someone just goes, "Oh, I'm going to give them a console for free." Yeah, it's
0: a hi hi Xbox. I would like I would like free stuff. Please send now. Thanks. K. Bye. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: (laughs) And you know, I mean, like with my Xbox stuff, um, everything I've done has been all you know my own money spent on products my own hard work and things like that for years and only now am i getting things prior to that everything that i've shown off i've just paid for by myself because <laughs> i love it so
0: much <laughs> except that you i mean you, i think it, it's uh, as long as as long as i've known you um you've always been like very much an xbox fan and like hearing interestingly that you started on a playstation is is kind of wild because i'm like surely surely she just started on an xbox and it all went from there
1: oh you know what it started on a playstation because like i said i didn't dabble in the online multiplayer world but my discovery of the online multiplayer world was because of xbox and till today i will maintain that the reason i'm a big fan of xbox is not because of their console or their games or anything like that which i love don't get me wrong but it's because of their community their community is why i do what i do and why i continue to do what i do because there's like i don't think you can ever find a community quite like the xbox community PlayStation gamers are great. I, I'm not saying, you know, they don't have their own amazing community. We're but... not
0: here to start, here to start um, fake console wars. Everyone just, just no, no, no. put the pitchforks away. Oh, you know,
1: I'm I'm not talking about consoles. I'm, I'm totally going to say this with a disclaimer. I'm totally for every single console. I think everyone's console is amazing. In fact, the PS5 is a little bit better than the Xbox Series X. Ooh, <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> really? i think so i I haven't got either yet so i can't i can't speak on it i um i don't
1: don't have an x i don't have an x but i have the uh, xbox series s and so but you know tom has the x and he barely touched it to be very honest (laughs) so that's saying something
0: that's the weird thing with this especially this generation of um of consoles i think i found as well as i haven't found anything that's really drawn me to to buy one of the newer ones like i know a lot yeah. of people were excited for um demon souls on playstation mm. um spider-man miles morales which is one i was very excited for ended up having to come i uh, ended up coming out on ps4 as well so i grabbed it there because yeah. i already had a playstation 4 yeah. and with xbox's new philosophy of just play wherever the hell you want mm. I, I, I i didn't like because i've got a, a nice pc i didn't feel the need to go and get the newer console because I still have an older Xbox that works perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll upgrade at some point. But um it, it was an interesting generation for me because last generation I thought like, oh I want to get this because it's gonna have this game and stuff. And this this time around, it hasn't been so much about that at all.
1: No, it's really interesting to try and figure out what these, you know, game developers and the hardware developers are thinking because like you said you're you're absolutely right when it comes to xbox especially with game pass being birth on console and pc you really don't need an xbox console nowadays
0: i mean you can play you can play game pass on your phone now so i mean exactly. you don't even need any kind of console you just need a controller <laughs> and you're good i mean you don't even need a controller there, there are games on there i've played a couple um uh hellblade was one of them where you, you mm-hmm. can use your phone to control it you don't need controller it's got touchpad controls and i think it's only for a handful of games i think gears five yeah. might be another one. Oh no gears tactics
1: mm, yeah
0: might be another one um so yeah they've, they've really made it very very accessible and again i think it's um leading back to what you're saying before about them really kind of leaning into that community vibe and getting everyone playing together uh, which mm. makes that experience so unique
1: yeah you know i mean at the end of the day that has been i guess their philosophy for a long time for where you know gaming is for everyone and now they're doing gaming for everyone everywhere anytime so you know i mean think about like when the switch came out everyone went nuts for the switch because it was portable and you can take you know your nintendo switch everywhere but here now you don't need to buy a console for that you just play on your phone and and the best part is, you don't need to add any attachments or accessories. You can just download yeah. the Game Pass app and go for it.
0: You get to go like you're go saying, it. You know? it, was really, it was really simple. Like, like when I booted it up, I was like, okay, uh, I'm sure they'll be like uh, that downloaded thing. It's so, all right, loading, loading, loading. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it just worked. And then I gonna tell a little secret here i actually don't have a bluetooth xbox controller anymore i only have the older ones um so i was using my playstation 4 controller to play xbox games on my phone it was brilliant
1: and it worked perfectly it worked
0: perfectly and i think that's oh a, wow it, it was it was like the the um the bluetooth uh, it was by like the um the controller was just a simple bluetooth connection and it just went okay cool there's a gamepad here we're gonna use that um True, and it worked really flawlessly. Cool. So yeah, you don't you don't even need an Xbox controller. You've got a PlayStation, you are set. Um oh, and I mean God, wow. I think I think at the moment you don't even need Game Pass to pay play the
1: I don't think you anything. do, no. No,
0: you don't need Game Pass, you don't need to pay for it. It's all all the games on there are free as such as part of like working towards the beta. Um which is really fucking cool.
1: It really is. It really, really opens up for more gamers to play games and you know you don't have to be a dedicated hardcore gamer as well you can just be like oh you know i'm bored i'm sitting on the tram every day or the train every day just need to do something We're gonna just
0: yeah, play a game exactly. on my phone and that's that's where i'm at like i'm like because i commute on trains about half an hour ride in and it's like mm-hmm. it's perfect i can i can i can knock out a level in a game or just play something quietly it's um And you can play. I'm pretty sure you can play music over the top of it as well. So you can have your own music going plus the game music, or you can deaden it off and just do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, especially I think um, is that Xbox Game Pass did a promotion with Spotify as well. So you kind of get a lot of benefits with these kinds of things, where you know you've got Discord integration, you've got Spotify, you've got all sorts. So gaming's changing. It's just going to get better and
0: better. It's, it's exciting to see where it's going. I mean, I think, I think we'll, we'll probably see another generation of consoles. I think we'll always see consoles at some degree. But um, I think what's going to be interesting now is what's happening in the, the online um, game-sharing kind of space where Xbox is kind of leading the charge now. It's going to be interesting when kind of Sony and Nintendo get behind that as well. And maybe we'll yeah. see a point where it just becomes much like what um, Project X is now. xcloud is now where it's just an app and so all right you pay a service for this app and you get all these games um so you pay you have a playstation one and it doesn't become it doesn't become about the it doesn't become about the console it becomes more about the platform and, Mm. and and the accessibility like you know i think i think the first um now that we've seen xbox on everything i think the next place it'll go is the switch honestly I think that'd have be been interesting because they've been working together quite quite frequently recently, especially like Minecraft and stuff like that, where they're kind of doing the whole play together thing. I think I think the next move for them would be getting an app on the Switch.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, just getting Xbox Game Pass on the Switch as a whole would exactly, be a that's big move. I mean, yeah, just, just, yeah, just
0: Game Pass for Switch and you get in and you can have all the games that are there because I mean it's already built for phones and it works off like a, a streaming kind of thing once they kind of mm. solidify that technology and make it a lot smoother. Um, because you know Australian internet suffers greatly <laughs> for it, it's 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 oh, it's terrible. My my five G connection is better than my Wi Fi connection when it comes to playing um on the game pass on my phone. It's bizarre. Yeah I, I mean we... stuttering on my Wi Fi and I switched it over to like four G and I'm like oh this is great now we're good <laughs> goodbye data
1: well i mean the good thing is uh it's the other way around in new zealand you get great wi-fi but you get terrible mobile <laughs> internet so
0: you know i'd prefer the wi-fi to be honest i think um then again with everything the way it's going good good um phone internet is always always handy true very I mean, sure. to be
1: fair, I am speaking about the future of gaming. I fully am so onto and, and into, I mean, sorry, this whole, you know, apps on Switch and things like that and playing everywhere and anywhere. All that's great. But what I'm really, really not looking forward to is I'm not sure if you've seen Black Mirror, the episode where you kind of put like this, this implant or something on your brain and you kind of become the character in the game.
0: Um, I haven't seen it, but it, I've heard about it, yeah.
1: It's so realistic, and I think that's potentially what we're moving into with VR and AR and all those kind of things where eventually we're going to just have to, you know, sit back, put a little device on our head, and we upload our consciousness into the game somehow, and we become the game.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it's cyberpunk. <laughs> where we're heading we're just gonna jack in and play games with our minds you know what i'm kind of about it to be honest like it's terrifying i mean it it is genuinely terrifying the fact that someone could have control over you while you were totally out of it Mm -hmm. but it is such a cool concept and like such a wild idea that i i just i'd have to get behind it because I, i would totally beta test it i think because I think that'd be really, really cool and really interesting. Like it's essentially an out-of-body experience.
1: That's the thing, you see, I don't trust humanity enough to just leave my body there unconscious.
0: Oh, <laughs> neither do I. And that's why it's so terrifying. <laughs> but I think I think I I just I'd want to risk it at least once, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, if I can freeze myself, you know, and cryogenically freeze myself. So that I can avoid like an apocalypse or anything like that. Meanwhile, upload my consciousness into a game, play games, that kind of thing, do whatever it is that I need to do to enjoy my life. And then, you know, after the apocalypse, once things settle down, come back into my body. Great. Sure. Let's do that.
0: (laughs) Here's here's a terrifying concept for you. Just now that you've brought that up. Um, Uh So we've all heard of one more game syndrome, right? Where it's always one more game, one more game what if you lose track of time and it's like one more game for like 80 years and you wake up you come out of the game and you're old and decrepit you're just like what the hell just happened where am i
1: honestly the way a lot of people play games these days i wouldn't be surprised
0: exactly right it's just imagine just like playing a game and like coming because there's no concept of time and 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 you can see that totally happening people like putting it in so you couldn't tell how long you've been in there so you're playing the games longer and and then you just just wake up and you're like old and you can't move
1: it'd be i feel like this is supposed to be like maybe maybe this is like a sad pixar story
0: that might end up oh my god we should totally (laughs) pitch this wake up 40 years later and just like trying to put your life back together i think yes (laughs) let's do it's it like... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna get that one written down right now so um, oh, go brilliant. for
1: it <laughs> and then i can market it you know you know exactly
0: perfect <laughs> we're on to a winner i'll i'll right. i'll i'll just call my friends at pixar now and um just <laughs> as soon as we finish recording, i like, look guys i have this idea
1: oh well i mean you know looking at disney plus and the amount of content they're trying to put mm. on there i'm sure it's an easy sell
0: oh yeah definitely Definitely. Just just say, look, guys, we'll put it in the Marvel, U- we'll put it in the Star Wars universe, it'll be fine. Um, and it'll sell our hotcakes, it'll be brilliant.
1: I mean, you, you can always just make it a Mandalorian game and uh, just do that as the one more game.
0: Exactly, right? Perfect.
1: Plus, as a Mandalorian, you don't take off your helmet, so you wouldn't know that you've aged like 80 plus years.
0: Oh my god, the immersion, <laughs> it's too real, you can't know. Oh <laughs>
1: It's terrible! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the technology, look at what you're making us think.
0: It, it, it's beautiful and terrifying, all at the same time.
1: Yep, indeed.
0: Sp- <laughs> so, speaking speaking of games, um, mm-hmm. I like to I like to, I like to round out these episodes so kind of towards the endish. I like to talk about some deals that are going on in the gaming space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll 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 read them out and what's going on, and then if if you have any opinions just um just just swing on in there and um let me know what you think and recommend games and stuff sound good plan good good all right so over on playstation plus this week your freebies for the month as they were last week are greedfall and shadow of the tomb raider Uh, You also have your PS5 free game, which you can pick up online. You do not have to have a PlayStation 5. You can just go online and collect it in the PlayStation store via your browser and it'll be there ready for you when you get a PS5 is Man Eater. played any of these ones? I mean, I know you're a Tomb Raider fan. I love Shadow
1: of the Tomb Raider. It's so good. I highly recommend it. It just continues on the brilliance of the reboot, which... um, I think they did such a good job with it. Shadow really the Traitor. Did, they? they they did. I mean, I would not have expected it to be that good, and to continue to be that good.
0: Yeah, the first one was like, oh all right, this is good. I can see where this is going. All right, we've got two more to come out, and they were they were hmm. really really cool. Like they kept building on that, and the character arc with Laura in there, especially, was fantastic. Um, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it was like the only thing that caught me out with that is she went from like shy and timid quiet to murdering everyone in about five minutes but we can we can let that go for the sake of gaming right
1: i mean if you got shipwrecked and stuck on an island by yourself with people potentially conspiring against you surely yeah. you'd go on a on a murdering rampage as well you, you,
0: you'd probably you know? want to get a lead. there'd be some <laughs> violent tendencies in there somewhere right
1: plus you know i mean let's face it she's i don't know i mean based on my history of tomb raider there's, there's, some issues with with lara croft there
0: yeah she's she's got some some parental damage there which um probably doesn't help a little bit a few daddy issues um that kind of subside the entire game
1: there's that and then having angelina jolie plus um what's her name the new uh chick who plays her in the reboot movies Lately, I she relate. did
0: a great job because we can't but... remember her name <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I, mean, I was gonna say like i mean surely i i as a character would just go on a rampage myself being like oh my god you cannot find anyone better to play me
0: <laughs> exactly right terrible um over in the playstation store this week we have assassin's creed odyssey for 24 bucks Ooh, odyssey is good it is it is really good there i like, I have, I have a history with this game and it's what terrifies mm-hmm. me about why I have Alhala and why I haven't finished it yet. Um, I ended up putting like 160 hours into Odyssey and I'm still not
1: done. Oh my goodness.
0: I, I wow. Have, I have, half of one of the DLCs left and I mean, I've done a lot of side content cause some of the side missions are fantastic. Um, mm. it's really well written, um, but it is a big game. I mean, most of that you spend traveling, not gonna lie, huge map. But um, for 24 blocks, definitely an easy buy, if, especially if you're looking for something to do during the quiet times. um, Very, very good game. Really well done.
1: Mm, 100%. And it's a really good precursor to Valhalla as well, if you're looking to pick up Valhalla eventually as well.
0: Yeah, if, if you have the time, if you ever finish Odyssey before Valhalla, <laughs> yeah. you may be playing it eternally and wake up 80 years later who knows Um, who knows knows? we might go
1: back in time and (laughs) end up in the you know greek civilization again who knows
0: maybe it's possible (laughs) over on xbox this week uh my game pass pick of the week which is uh new games coming to the service over that week or this week or just arrived is what remains of edith finch
1: I've not played that game actually, but I've heard good things.
0: It is incredible. Um, really, really it, it's, a, it's a story-driven kind of point-and-click style game where you kind of wander oh, around yeah. and explore, explore a house. But the way the story is told is so unique and so beautiful. Um, it's one that we heavily recommend here on the cast quite often when it comes up, especially on sale, but now it's on Game Pass. You should definitely go and play it. It's a very short game. I think it only takes about six hours to finish. Oh, wow, um, okay. But very much worth your time. So if you're looking for, for a quick, easy game or a break from large games like Odyssey, mm-hmm. um, fantastic cool. game to pick up and just walk through this world and listen to the story that's been told about this family. It's incredible.
1: Nice. I should give it a try.
0: Uh, yeah, you should. You should let me know how you go with it if you get around to it. I'd love to hear it.
1: Yeah, um, will do
0: uh, over on Games with Gold this week, these are your freebies for the... They, they do doing like fortnightly. It's kind of bizarre how they do them. They kind of rotate them out. Um, but this week we have Little Nightmares, Dead Rising, and Breakdown. I haven't played any of these, so I'm not mm. sure I have any experience with them whatsoever. I've heard Little Nightmares is pretty good though.
1: I've not played Little Nightmares, but Dead Rising... I've only played Dead Rising 4, which is just absolute bonkers. <laughs> Um so I can only imagine Dead Rising is just as good. Yeah, it's, I mean yeah, I say I say
0: bonkers in a good way. <laughs> it's it's bonkers in the best possible way, right? Exactly. Um, I think yeah, this is like because what Xbox tend to do, I've noticed for this, is they have like two two newer games on there, and then they have like an Xbox 360 game, and this is that one this time yeah. around. I think Breakdown is uh... as well, actually. But um Yeah, so you can always you can always kind of pick up a cheeky classic there with games with gold which is always fun
1: yeah Um, i mean i 100% recommend make sure you know make sure you pick it up because um, with game pass you can't always keep the game because games leave the service
0: games with gold you get to keep them it's brilliant I Mm -hmm. i love i love i love the free games playstation do some killer games as well which is always good they have some great ones come up um xbox has some pretty ones interesting ones come up they always they always have like weird ones there which are always fun it's like this is a weird game and i want to check it out it kind of piques your interest a little bit it's kind of nice yeah Yeah. so over on uh, deals with gold we have star wars squadrons and i think for memory it was 35 i forgot to write down the price because i'm truly truly professional but um i love this game have you have you tried it at all
1: no, I, um, I was really keen to, but then obviously I think it came out around the time where we did another massive sale, like a sidewide sale. And then soon after another game came out and I, I think it was just before, um, Assassin's Creed and watchdogs and things came out. So I was yeah. like, oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just wait and dive into Valhalla which I haven't finished yet
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling this I have I have a feeling with Star Wars it might come to Game Pass at some point especially now that um the EA Mm. is it the vault or something they have where they put their older games on there is now part of Game Pass as well
1: uh I think that's the case I mean yeah it's yeah EA play sort of games yeah so i'm not sure how soon squadrons will be up i mean Je- star wars jedi fallen order came out in 2019 and now it's on game pass so maybe a year
0: maybe a year or so maybe be because see it, cause it, it was it was a fun game i i really had a good time with it um the multiplayer is a lot of fun it's hard to find games now though because they're not supporting it post-launch which kind of sucks uh, um, That's a shame. yeah it is it's such a well-done game though it's fantastic Speaking of World well On Games, over on the Switch this week, Ori and the Will of the Wisps for
1: 2550.
0: Oh wow. That's not not bad. Yeah, that, fantastic, fantastic game. And it's a perfect game for the Switch, too, right? It's a, the kind of pick up and play, and like you don't have to commit a lot of time to it. You can just go exploring if you want to. Um a beautiful yeah. soundtrack as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, over on the Epic Store this week their um, freebie that they give up weekly which has only got to, uh, about 24 hours left I'm, I'm getting this week in a little late there was some small scheduling issues which we've got around But um, so if you're hearing this as it comes out you may have about a day to grab it um, is Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition which has I been I've heard good things I've got it downloaded I haven't played it yet though
1: I don't think i ever did to be honest um oh wow see what i mean i, I just talk about games i don't play a lot of them
0: <laughs> exactly it's a, talking out of shop is what we do best here it's um <laughs> yeah. i mean I, I i sit here and tell you guys you gotta play this game you gotta play this game and i'm, I'm like no i haven't played this game yet it's i'm terrible <laughs> for it i um, do the same <laughs> i think there was i think there was one i was like guys this is a must download and i never downloaded it myself i was like damn it
1: why am i like this uh yeah i'm very much like that as well
0: yeah well
1: it's the anticipation of a brilliant game more so than playing the brilliant game (laughs)
0: exactly you you want to be hyped about it then you get around to playing i don't have time to play about it now i just want to keep being hyped about it because you know if you go in there and your expectations are ruined it's ruined the game for you so you're just like well i'm just gonna leave it in this happy hype zone place that i have and yeah, i exactly. can live there fondly in my memory even though i've never played it
1: and that's how game developers make the extra cash
0: <laughs> exactly Let's buy this game. yes i'll buy this game and i'll never <laughs> play it but I'll love it
1: that's what oh, I've done with I,
0: cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't get myself out I, I had to pull myself out of cyberpunk, cyberpunk. um oh I've, I've, had, I've had a really 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 good time with it um I mean oh, it's, it's, good. it's it's still buggy and there's there's some issues I won't deny that but I've had so much fun with the story and the characters that they've got in there it was so good like the world building is fantastic um mm. And I just, I can't, I had to, like, force myself. I know I need to stop playing Cyberpunk for just, just for a minute and just play oh. something else and come back. Because, I, I, again, I've been chasing Doom Eternal for six months. I've got to play it. I've got to play it. I've got to play it. And I can't talk about yeah. Cyberpunk forever. I mean, I can, but I probably shouldn't <laughs> do that either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as they say, you'll never finish games when there's more games to come.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um oh. Speaking of finishing, uh, I think that's about time for tonight. Um thank you thank you so so much for for making the time to come on. I know you've um things have been crazy for you at work and it was kind of hard to work in a time, but it's it's so good to so good to catch up with you and have a chat. I've been meaning to do it for such a long time.
1: Oh no, thank you so much for having me. I mean it's been a crazy crazy time, but just being able to chat with someone about games and someone who's just as passionate about games as i am it's just super nice and just kind of takes me away from the stresses of daily life so thank you so much for having me i really That's appreciate sure.
0: it I'm, I'm, I'm glad i can help it's um it's the reason i do this i, I just I, I love getting to know people through games and uh, like just being able to chat just just talk about what we what we're doing and how we're playing things it's always it's always interesting to get other perspectives and see how other people grew up with games it's usually very very different in every every, every case um so it's always good
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll have to ask you questions next time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to. You'll have to to come and interview me. It'll be great. We'll have a good time. We should do this again. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, for for the people listening home, our beautiful, beautiful listeners, um, whereabouts on the internet can they find you?
1: At this point in time, um, I think Twitter would be the best place to find me. It's literally the only platform that I keep posting content (laughs) just to keep the momentum going um but yes you can find me on twitter maybe on instagram um as mysteries geek otherwise you can find myself and tom um streaming or making weird content on facebook
0: gaming as a tech content is best content
1: it's it's weird we're weird we're weird we're weird people from new zealand
0: (laughs) ah yes the people that stole the pavlova we know you well
1: we didn't steal the pavlova
0: (laughs) listen i have evidence all right i know stories yeah
1: okay all right all right i'll give you that as long as you know we're still the number one for curtailing covid that that we'll we'll (laughs) own that
0: you know i will give that to you because you guys did a fantastic job (laughs) it was incredible to watch that Still no cases there for a very long time. We, we keep having relapses here. It's terrible. So back in the yeah. lockdown again. Here we go. Uh, I don't think every I
1: can week.
0: handle that. No, it's terrifying. <laughs> um, so ladies and gentlemen, as always, with all our guests, make sure you go and follow them and love them. Um, I'll have all the information in the show notes below. If you'd like to get in touch with the cast, you can find us on Twitter at LeftPod um you can also find us now on instagram we recently started up looking out there because i have no idea what i'm doing on there and i figured why not it's a fun adventure so you can find us there at two left thumbs podcast um you can also find us on youtube where we will put up the the, the video version of these episodes a few days after they are launched um via your streaming services my name is deaf puppies you know where to find me i'm not important Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You guys have a fantastic week, and we will talk to you then. Bye.